0: Overwhelming Poison
1: It's time to let us in. It's time for Abby's Window. What's up, everybody? Uh, Thank you all for joining us this evening. And uh, we got to kick this thing off the right way. Obviously, um, there's no Abby's Window without Abby. So, hello, Abby. How are you today?
0: Um,
1: That's a good thing. That's a good thing. Um, We see that you're still at work. So, yeah,
0: again, 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 pretty much going to live here this week, actually. So, yeah.
1: Well, hopefully they have a bed for you and a pillow.
0: I actually said, you know, since I don't have an assistant director anymore and I have a little bit of space where her desk was, I was just going to bring in like an air mattress. Hey and just start sleeping in my office
1: so oh boy well hopefully uh, hopefully this next few minutes um, will help distract you and maybe some other people in our chat who maybe had a rough day at work or school or wherever Um, hopefully this next little bit will help um, move your mind away from that I need it (laughs) So let's shout out some people real quick, and then we'll get going here. Uh, Jen Carter, KJ Carter, what's up? Chad Schrader, Tony, Jason Peace, Erase Your Mind. And speaking of Erase Your Mind, I want to show something real quick. Mm -hmm. There is the artwork that they won. Uh, So congrats to you. A nice frame, and that looks pretty good. So shout out to you sean suzlowitz big dan dalton riley james chadwick shane loki annette morris odin's child klw christopher laventure what's up um all right so let's get going here um i guess the first thing because these people now have something in common uh, with Wyndham, unfortunately um get to get your thoughts on the on some of the releases here you don't have to go we don't have to go name by name um because by now everyone knows the names but i just wanted to get your reaction to the releases and uh what this may mean for some of the folks
0: i think that sometimes we put too much fault on one individual Um, and start to kind of blame one person. But I think this, while I do believe that he does make the final decisions on things, this is a collective failure. And there's only so long that you can stay stuck in the past and disconnected to your audience before you wake up one morning and realize that you don't have any fans left. Everybody, you know, everybody can admit that Roman's doing a great job as a heel. You know, Becky Lynch is awesome. Bianca Belair is awesome. The core people that they have are amazing, but they shouldn't be the only people that you have. And you can say this about, lots of things. Look at the Carolina Panthers this weekend. They put so much stock into one particular person that when they're not there, they suck. (laughs) So let's say you're left with only Roman and Charlotte and Becky and God forbid something happens to Roman. Mm -hmm. let's say his leukemia comes back or he gets ill or there's some crazy other disease that the government's going to throw out at people and he's not there and you've pretty much fired everybody else so then what are you going to do? You're you're writing yourself into a very, very potentially bad situation. I don't think they're too far gone. I think they can make some positive changes. Um, but he needs to wake up and realize that this is not the Attitude Era anymore. This is not the 90s. It's not the 80s. You know, culture is different now. People enjoy different things and they expect different things. And if you think that your audience is going to forget what happened 10, 20 years ago so that you can recycle the same stories over and over again, you're going to be very sadly mistaken because people who love and enjoy WWE have loved it and enjoyed it for decades. And they remember storylines. You're not giving the, the, the audience enough credit. For how smart they are and how much they remember things. And, you know, there's a lot of times that you're like, I think I've seen this before. <laughs> yeah, I've seen this before, right? <laughs> um, so I think they're on a dangerous, slippery slope. And if they don't get their heads out of their asses and realize that this is 2021, almost 2022, and you have to run things a little differently, He's gonna wake up one day, and people are gonna be like WWE. Who? What are you? I'm. They're gonna become the no name. The the no name company, and someone else is gonna overtake them very very quickly.
1: I wanted. I'm glad that you shared your thoughts. I wanted to get yours. Um, yeah, I mean. It's not that. It's not that difficult. You need, but it people.
0: is a, a collective failure on,
1: you
0: know, on the entire leadership team.
1: Mm-hmm. It is. Um, I mean, one of the things about wrestling is not just the people that are chasing the title. Mm-hmm. You gotta have other secondary and even third level third tier people Mm -hmm. um, to fill out your roster and Mm -hmm. when you don't have that you get the same matches over and over and over again
0: shining stars need supporting actors and actresses
1: exactly and sometimes those supporting roles need to have a little bit of screen time too so we don't get so tired of the main stars Mm so um so yeah, um, and obviously you know every, all it's like six degrees of Wyndham at this point. All things go back to Wyndham. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously we've been getting some interaction between uh, Cross and Wyndham on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, saying I think it was there was a gift posted by Cross saying. Uh, I have a feeling I'll see you real soon, or something like that. <laughs> um, what do you What do you make of that?
0: I don't know. Um, everybody's really just grasping at straws at this point, trying to figure out what Wyndham's going to do next because we all miss him so damn much. Mm-hmm. And you know, like he said himself, we've got to be patient. We don't have any patience anymore. <laughs> we ran out of patience like, you know, day three after his release. <laughs> so, yeah, we're all chomping at the bit to see what he's going to come up with. I mean, it's definitely possible that if they both go to the same company, if they both decide to go wrestle somewhere else, that they could interact. It yeah. could have nothing to do with wrestling whatsoever. could have something to do with a movie, or I don't know. Yeah.
1: He could yeah. just
0: mean it as, hey, I'll see you soon, because I'm coming to Florida. We're going to hang out. I mean, it could be something as simple as that, but, you know.
1: That's true. Uh, well, let's, speaking of movies, and I, and then I'll go back to this. Did you see this?
0: Yes. I didn't know. I didn't watch it. Um, now I, I saw the tweet. Yeah.
1: I haven't watched it, but I thought it was interesting that he liked and retweeted that.
0: I think it is. Yeah. It isn't. Okay. Um, obviously, we know that Jason and Wyndham are very good friends and it. It could be something as simple as he's supporting his friend, you know, and what he's doing. Um, could he be involved in it? I don't I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I think yeah. kingdom, you just never know.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> he will now, keep you on your toes.
1: Now, I was going to ask the question. Does that look like him a little bit in the photo? Mm,
0: I don't know. Maybe a little.
1: Because I'm looking at the arms. I'm trying to see. And I, I think I see tattoos. I, just, I didn't know.
0: I don't
1: know. But. Interesting. And now I, I desperately want to see this movie. Yeah, like I really want to see this movie now <laughs> um, because that looks terrifying and interesting.
0: Well, you know, he's a protege of uh, the one and only Tom Savini, so it can't be that bad. <laughs>
1: No, I yeah. I'm, <laughs> listen, anything they do, I'm down for. So
0: yeah,
1: I'm I'm there to watch it. It's that's just a given. Um, I just I want to see Windham in movies so bad. Like I just,
0: just want to see him in something.
1: Well, yeah, I want to see him in
0: something,
1: <laughs> but I want to see. I really want to see him in a movie. That would be so cool.
0: Yeah, I uh, I think there's definitely certain kinds of roles that would really suit him.
1: Like what if you were a Hollywood exec and someone gave you a bunch of money to go out and get this guy named Wyndham Rotunda to be in your film? um, What kind of role would you put him in?
0: I think you'd have to start with if you want him in your movie, you ask him what kind of role he wants to play. Mm. Because my knee-jerk reaction is, I want to write a cult leader Bray type character because he just he nailed that every single every single time. And when he's in a role where he has a lot of of preaching, teaching you know, monologues, he's going to excel at it. But you write your movie around him. He may have an idea that he can pitch to you and you'd be like, wow. (laughs) You know, like, so if if you know that you want him in your movie, that's where I would start. I would contact him and say, what kind of character do you want to play?
1: Let's say that he tells you, you know what? I want to be the next Michael Myers. I want to be the next Jason Voorhees.
0: Then you got to go out and get a really good team that knows what the hell they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, then I'm going to go contact. Crap, I don't even remember his name now the dude that that wrote and did the host. I'm going to go find him. And I'm going to say, hey, look. I've got Wyndham. He wants you to make him a a serial killer. (laughs) A horror classic villain. Write it for me. I'm much better at leading than doing. Which is probably why I'm in the position that I'm in now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm much better at 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 pushing people in the right direction than doing it myself. Gotcha. Because I know that (laughs) somebody else is probably going to do it way better than I would.
1: That would be insane, though, if if he were to jump into movies and you get this new like really just dope. Just horror icon.
0: If you think about it, who was the last big horror icon? It's been a while since we've had. I mean, because you've got Michael Myers, you've got Jason, you've got Freddie, you've got Chucky,
1: Candyman, got
0: Pennywise.
1: Yes. I add Candyman in there.
0: Uh huh. But like you,
1: Pinhead.
0: But you have like your your Rush Mount Rushmore of, mm-hmm. and nobody's really taken any of those spots in a long time, because like I said, you when you think of horror people, you've got Pennywise, Michael Myers, you know Freddy, Jason, Chucky. The, the, like those are my my. When I, when people, you know, somebody asked me, tell me the most common, you know, horror ghost face. Yeah. That, I mean, that's it. I can't, you know, I don't know that I would, I don't know that I would put Joker with that, though. I mean, there's certainly elements to that character that lends itself to horror, but... He belongs in an action movie. He's in a Batman movie. You know what I mean? Like its he, He's too synonymous with Batman and Joker to really... I don't know that I would classify Joker as a horror icon. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: I like this one though um gosh which we're hannibal lecter mm-hmm. yeah i like that
0: yeah i like that that's but it's been a while since we've had this horror villain come out that's really just given the other ones a run for their money Right. Like someone said, I think Ghostface was really the last one. And I think a lot of that is probably because in the past decade or so, like there's been a big turn towards paranormal things. Yep. And you can't really put a face on paranormal entities. I mean, you kind of can. You know, you've got the Conjuring movies and Annabelle and all of that, but things kind of shifted so much more to the paranormal side of horror and away from the psychopath, serial killer with a face. So I think it's time that we got another psychopathic serial killer horror movie.
1: I I think so. I think so. we have been
0: dabbling with the paranormal for too long. Not to say that's not great, because it is. I love it, but... It's time we need we need a really good a really good movie movie monster to give them a run for their money. To rival Michael Myers. I'd love to see it. Me too. Me too. And I think he'd do a good job
1: with it. I do too. I do too. I think he'd do such an excellent job. And I and you know, I know a lot of us because of his character mm-hmm. always think about horror movies, but I think he'd be really good in a comedy. Yeah. Like I I think he'd be great in that
0: too, because you I think he'd be good in not necessarily a comedy, but like a psychological thriller. Like a joker type character that is very happy go lucky very you know eccentric a lot like funhouse bray but they're also really creepy Mm -hmm. and they're a little dark and a little out there and a little weird and could like you know snap your neck with his bare fist so i wouldn't like something like that too it's just some kind of like a psychological you know pennywise type crazy psychopath
1: <laughs> yeah yeah i mean that's i honestly i think he could do just about anything i i really do because he i think he can be a chameleon mm-hmm. and just kind of morph into different characters sean russell saying give me Wyndham and dave batista in a movie <laughs>
0: crazy version of Toy Man.
1: Yeah? Okay. Um, Let's see. Big Dan saying, Jody, what about Wyndham as the hatchet man? The plot is he's a wrestler who was released by an (laughs) out-of-touch old man, and he hunts (laughs) down the man who fired him in the proverbial hatchet man.
0: Yeah. I mean, you definitely could play on that a little bit. I mean, if you – Go back and look at all of these horror movie icons, they've all got some kind of really disturbed background and they're after a certain kind of person. Mm-hmm. Um what about if he did something kind of like a like a butterfly effect kind of movie?
1: I like that too. I like something that involves a lot of mind screwing. Yes. Like yes. just
0: did you know that the ending of that movie originally was supposed to be different?
1: Yes, I've seen all of the uh, all of the deleted endings. I've seen every one. That, there's some messed up ones. I'll tell you that.
0: That alternate ending was. Forgive my language. That alternate ending was fucked up.
1: <laughs> yes, it, <laughs> it was, was.
0: Incredibly dark.
1: Yeah, that was. I
0: think it would have worked though. Yeah. It especially then, fine.
1: especially then now there's two endings, and that that one is yeah, if it's the one I'm thinking about with the baby,
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah, yeah
0: dark yeah.
1: very dark, very dark. if you haven't seen butterfly effect folks, go check it out. It's a really Ooh, good movie cool. Ashton okay. Cook.
0: So good. It's one of my favorite movies. That and um, (sighs) The Life of David Gale. That one's up there for me as far as mind games too.
1: Gotcha. Well, let's look at this other uh, tweet that he put out. Mm -hmm. And this was, if I'm not mistaken, this was after the releases. Mm -hmm. Okay. So he says, what do we do now? We wait for the right place. We wait for the right time. Then we turn Rome to ashes, groveling in the muck of avarice. I believe in you (laughs) too. What is this about?
0: (laughs) Uh, Obviously, we've heard something similar to that before. I forget what it was. My husband told me about where I came from some old wrestling thing. I don't remember. Um, but what's even funnier is somebody replied to that and said, uh, the line is wallowing, not groveling. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then he replied and said, it almost seems like I did it on purpose,
1: huh? <laughs> I saw that.
0: I just had to laugh because that's just it's it's exactly what you would expect him to say. Now,
1: this, like some people are pointing out in the chat, this comes from a Jake the Snake promo. Thank
0: you. I knew it came from somewhere. I just couldn't remember what it was. My brain has evaporated. <laughs> so, <clears throat> so, I think, I don't know, in his own cryptic, very Wyndham-like way. He's just telling us to be patient. There's a right place. There's a right time for him to do what he's got planned, and then he's gonna set the world on fire, metaphorically speaking. So... I'm excited.
1: I am too. Uh, Jesse Callan, what's up?
0: And I think that last line, it could be a, I don't know, a nod to everybody that's been saying on on Twitter for the past, you know, six months <laughs> since <laughs> since July, um, that you know that we will follow him anywhere and we believe in him and. We're going to support him no matter where he goes. And I think that's that might be his way of saying that I believe you. <laughs> you know, that he believes in us as fans as much as we believe in him.
1: It could be a tease for him possibly showing up Saturday night. I don't know. Because I think, you know, if done properly, which I don't doubt that it would be. He could go in and have a immediate program with one Malachi black.
0: Yeah. He could. I don't know. It's just just going on my gut, like I just don't feel like it's the right place for him. I don't know why, you know, where you just get that really nagging, like I don't know, like, I don't know. I just, just my gut just, just tells me it's not the right place for him. If that's where he goes, great. We'll all follow him there and we'll be super excited. I just, my gut just tells me it's, it's not the right place for him. I don't know why. It's just one of those weird gut feelings. I don't know. I get why everybody's excited to see him, you know, go over there. And because they're obviously WWE's biggest competition. And in a lot of ways, they've exceeded WWE in some of the things that they're doing. I just need your gut reaction. I just, I don't, I don't think it's the right place for him.
1: I can't argue with that. I don't want, my main concern is I don't want him to become one of the shuffle Mm -hmm. one that gets shuffled around and I want to see him as much as we can honestly Um, you know so I don't want it to be sporadic Mm
0: -hmm.
1: once he makes a decision wherever he ends up I mean even if he ends up in TV or movies or whatever or you know whatever wrestling company or does he just tour around and I that Good point, Trex. He needs. hmm Yeah. A.W.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, we are a little bit biased just because we see him as deserving of the spotlight. Doesn't mean that a company like AEW is going to see him as their CM Punk or they may not see him like that.
1: Yeah. Hunter saying, I think AEW has about 90 males. It wouldn't surprise me.
0: Yeah. So, I don't know. I just, I want him to do whatever he feels is right for him. If that's going there, great. If that's not and going somewhere else to wrestle, great. If that's uh, acting, great. If that's not doing anything and taking some time to be with his family or I don't know, like Go to the Bahamas and get married. I I don't know. <laughs> whatever yeah. he, whatever he wants to do is going to be whatever he does is going to be whatever he thinks is right. So we will be there until the wheels fall off and set on fire.
1: <laughs> don't know what's going on with my computer. It's starting to like do something funky. So. If I end up getting kicked out, I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> I'll I'll try to sign back on as soon as I can. Um, so let's see here. Wyndham could possibly go between acting and part time AEW or someplace else. Um,
0: if they allow him to do that,
1: yeah. Big Dan saying, the thing is, Wyndham and AEW are somewhat a fit because of his past relationship with Cody and history between the Rotundas and the Mulligan's Wyndham family. Yes. That is very And true. I
0: get that, but just because something fits doesn't mean it's the right fit. Just because, you know, I can wear a six-inch Stiletto heel doesn't mean it's it's the best shoe that I'm going to wear to work. (laughs) (laughs) Just because it fits doesn't mean it's it's the best option.
1: Right. Uh, Hunter saying question. um, Does a wrestling company supposed to have 30 and 30? They can have as many as they want to have. I mean, as many as they can afford, honestly. It just comes down to: Do you have enough time for all of those people? Mm -hmm. Um, Are they going to get adequate timing? Um, Here, okay. So here's an interesting. This is a fun little question. Thank you, Alicia. Um, This is a fun question. So I want to pose it this way. She's saying. Again, let's say that he started his own wrestling promotion. What type of wrestler do you think he'd go after?
0: I don't know. I obviously I don't know him, so I don't know. Obviously he knows a lot about the wrestling business because it's in his family. It runs in his family. And I'm sure that he would have the adequate resources um, as far as knowledge base to do something like that. Um, But I don't know if. How do I say this the right way? I don't want him behind the scenes calling the shots. I want him visible. Mm -hmm. And that's not because I don't think he could do the job because I think he could. But he is much more valued, not valued, but he's just he's so good in front of a camera that to not have him in front of a camera because he's become Mr. Businessman running a company would be a detriment to the company unless he was that kind of owner that wrestled all the time, <laughs> but then it's kind of hard to run a company if you're out there wrestling every week. So.
1: Yeah. <laughs> what, if he, what if he started, what if he did a company where it was like all cinematic storylines like out the wazoo and it was all cinematic and you know made
0: like kind of not rejects but like all like off color characters yeah not your cookie cutter roman reigns seth rollins kind of character you know people like malachi black and karen cross and um yeah. I mean, I'd enjoy it, but like I said, I, I think unless he's going to be the ki- kind of owner that would be in the ring as often as everybody else, um, I think that would be a detriment. The day that he stops wrestling for good is going to be very, very, very sad.
1: It is. It is going to be sad—a sad day.
0: Even if he like the day that he just stops being in the public eye, I know it's annoying as hell sometimes, and I know he hates social media, and I'm sure sometimes he wishes that it would all just go away, <laughs> um, and people would just leave him alone. But the day that he stops being Accessible, I guess, mm-hmm. in the public eye. It's just, it's going to be a dark day.
1: Yeah. Deanna's saying, even if he doesn't wrestle, he's still a performer.
0: Yeah. So the day he stops being a performer, we're all going to be really sad. <laughs> the day that he says, you know what, I'm done. I'm retiring from everything. I've made more money than I could ever imagine to you. I'm just going to sit at home and enjoy my family for the rest of my life. And we never hear or see anything from him ever again. And I hope to God that never happens. But
1: Hopefully. every road
0: must come to an end at some point. Yes.
1: Yes. Yes uh hunter let's see i've heard that tony khan likes little guys and vince likes big guys tony has more little guys and vince has more big guys
0: everybody knows vince likes big guys
1: yeah that's, he likes the,
0: the big beefy dudes yeah i don't necessarily think that that means tk likes little guys i mean Tony. TK is a little guy, so I would imagine him gravitating to certain kinds of people. I I don't know.
1: I just think the business is far different now. And Mm -hmm. before you could have these big gigantic dudes that look like Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant, that doesn't appeal.
0: Mm -hmm. Doesn't appeal to people as much as it used to. And... Yeah, the the whole dynamic of things have changed. And I think Vince probably wants it to stay the way it was. Um, And I don't know. I think in the beginning, AEW was probably a little bit more competitively focused. I think in the beginning, it was more about what can we do to make WWE look like trash? And I think at some point they realized they're kind of doing a good job of that on their own. Um, They still take stabs every now and then, obviously, but I think now they're actually starting to focus on the talent that they have just being good and the product being good. Then we want to be good because we want to be better than them. And I've never understood people that have been like that, that, you know, It doesn't have to be, everything doesn't have to be a competition. It doesn't have to be, you know, I have to beat you down because I have to be better. Or, you know, multiple companies can be doing the same thing and be equally good at it. Exactly. It doesn't have to be competitive. YouTube is the same way. Like, you know, me and C Wrestling talk about the same things, but we're also the best of friends because it's not competitive. It's just he does his thing. I do my thing. We talk a lot with each other about the same things and we have a lot in common and it's just fun. (laughs) And the day that it stops being fun for somebody and becomes more about being competitive, you should probably stop doing what you're doing because you have the wrong focus. (laughs)
1: Anyway, <clears throat> more people listened. Mm-hmm. But, you know, again, uh, some people get teritor- territorial over things that don't belong to them, i.e., YouTube, the wrestling business.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, you know, people just get territorial, and it's ridiculous.
0: And I, well, and I think in the end, people start to see that, you know, people can tell when you enjoy what you're doing because you genuinely love it or because you're trying to beat somebody else or because you're trying to make money. Like people, people know when your heart's in it and when you're not. And... You know, YouTube is pretty good about, well, people who watch YouTube are normally pretty good about, you know, they gravitate more to people who, their heart's in it. Right. So, and I think that's one of the reasons why C. Wrestling has been so successful is because his heart's in it and you can tell his heart's in it. I guess I'm a little bit biased because he's one of my best friends, but (laughs) his heart's in it and people, people can tell that. I mean, that's why we have the same people come back to watch this every week because our heart's in it. We enjoy it. We love talking about, about Wyndham. Look, we've been talking. He hasn't even been seen anywhere since July, and we've spent the past 45 minutes talking about things that he could do. Right. So <laughs> when your heart's in it, people know.
1: Exactly. Speaking of sea wrestling. <laughs> He got a reply. He did. Um
0: I did send him a message after that and called him a lucky bastard. So
1: <laughs> So you said, Imagine imagine I'd annoy so many wrestling journalists. They'd want to know about Wyndham's Vince's relationship in the backstage scoops. I'll be asking what happened to Rambling Rabbit. <laughs> and Wyndham simply replies that's the way it should be. Yep.
0: And I think that's one of the great things about Wyndham is he uh, his heart is is with the fans, and he knows the right time to, you know, when we need to hear something from him. It's like he instinctively knows it, and you know, I yeah. could see him when he starts talking about things publicly i absolutely could see him wanting to talk more to fans instead of going on you know espn or you know whatever kind of show and talking about it i could absolutely see him picking some some fan made channels and you know doing it his way to give back to us the most because he's always been like that.
1: Yeah. I mean, the fact that he's interacting, I I love seeing him interacting. Mm -hmm. You know, just like randomly liking stuff, retweeting stuff, dropping a GIF on something. (laughs) Different (laughs) comments going up here.
0: Yeah. And he's right. That's how it should be. Right. Because um, we all want to know what's going to happen to Ramblin' Rabbit, right?
1: Oh, of course. Of course we want to know. And listen, we found out that he has a wife and a family.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know? So. Oh, and I got to say this, too. Deanna, <laughs> shout out to you. I don't always say stuff on Twitter. Um. These days, I try to avoid Twitter um, if I can most time. Um, but Deanna put in a plug for us Aww. for him to come here. That's so I got to shout you out for that, Deanna, because, um, yeah, that was that was awesome of you to do. It was a reply to one of his tweets. Aww. And uh, I thought that was really cool of her to do that. And she tagged us and I think put the channel in there. I, I think. Um, but that was awesome of you. Um, and then I she asked. We definitely want well, to have them. Exactly. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah. We've.
0: Um yeah, we definitely love to have him on the channel. It's, he knows that he's always welcome. I've told him that before and you know, so he's always welcome to come and chat with us. So
1: Yep. Odin style saying he does a surprise drop in here. Maybe he is here lurking.
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't know.
1: That would be awesome. If he was a lurking, you know.
0: I have a feeling he might be a little bit of a lurker, but um I don't know. I think he probably sees a lot more than we give him credit for.
1: Yes. Sees, watches, and hears <laughs> more, yeah. than, more than we probably give him credit for. So I apologize that I'm off camera right now. I'm probably not hurting anybody anybody's feelings by not having to see my face, but um, you know, I, I'm I'm off camera right now, so Deanna's saying if that happened, Jody would fall out. I can confirm, yes. Yeah. And she may not be the only one. Um
0: Big yes, Dan. I would be absolutely tongue tied. It <laughs> it maybe have to be, you know, it, it might have to be like a pre-recorded thing. Yeah. Gotcha. I don't know that live I would be able to say much of anything. So yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. Uh Big Dan says if Windham ever came on Abbeys, Jody would be at yep, yep. Her her reaction would surpass her reaction to his fast lane return. <laughs> I
0: don't know. I think my him winning the belts at Crown Jewel was probably my my favorite one.
1: <laughs> that was an awesome reaction. James Chadwick says, "Who knows? Uh, could happen." Thunder Rosa pops into people's streams quite often, quite a bit. She does. I can confirm that. I've been in some streams before, and she's popped in. So, <laughs>
0: <laughs> why is everybody <there> picking <laughs> on me? <laughs> right. She'd
1: be okay. She just have to take a couple deep breaths, and yeah, she she'd be fine.
0: See, that's why I think I, I say it should probably be recorded because if I know it's coming, I have time to. Drink, um, and hopefully loosen myself up a little bit. Mm-hmm. As if it was a surprise popping in, hey, what's up? I'm here. <laughs> yes, I would. Yeah. Well, I'd even Jess- on my floor over here in my office.
1: Even Jesse's getting in on that. She says y'all have to pre-record it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why is everybody picking on me?
1: This is good stuff. This is good stuff. Oh my goodness, Clark Griswold. Yeah, at the laundry. Yeah. I remember that scene.
0: Yep. DM says, no, we want it raw. I I I don't know that I would be able to do that. I really don't. I
1: <sighs> Yeah, I mean we'd all be like I I would be a little bit flustered.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I would be
1: a <laughs> little bit flustered. Yes, Jesse, you all love Jody so. That's right. It's all in good fun. I know. All in good fun.
0: And look, I'm smiling. It's like the first time I've smiled today.
1: See? So, you know, the the thing that we said at the beginning where you know maybe this would exactly Deanna, I wouldn't be able to talk. I'd be uh uh um so <laughs> what you're saying is um well I haven't said <laughs> anything yet. Oh my god <laughs>
0: It would just be an hour of him talking. That's it.
1: <laughs> yep. you
0: would just be sitting here like this. Uh huh.
1: Just ask him one question, and then that's it. Whoever out of the out of any of us on this channel, we muster up one question between us, and just let him go for an hour and a half. Here, probably.
0: you got it. I got the perfect question. Okay. What would you like to say? Ooh, that's it. That's it. Then, then the mic is his for the rest of the hour. Because <laughs> then I don't have to ask him anything else. I can just listen.
1: That was, that would have to be an extended episode of like an hour and a half or more.
0: <laughs> Story time with Wyndham. There you go. Yeah, So if you happen to watch this at some point, Wyndham, you're always welcome on our channel. <sighs> Story time. <equipment.
1: laughs> all right, well, my stuff is like really starting to spaz out right now, and we're very close to seven, and I don't want Jody to be on the never-ending stream. <laughs> um, so,
0: at some point,
1: I do have to go home. Yes, you do. So, all right, Jody, any last things you want to say before we get out of here? Uh,
0: thank you thank for you making me smile. smile. It's been a very rough day. It's going to be a very rough week. I literally, when I say I'm going to be living at work, I'm literally going to be living at work. I, when I get up tomorrow morning, the next chance that I will have to go to sleep will be Thursday night. So, cause I will be here (laughs) from tomorrow night until Thursday night. So, yes, thank you for making me smile and making me feel a little bit better. Well, good and please keep me in your thoughts and prayers that I can stay awake for that long.
1: We'll be sending you pray- sending prayers up for you and positive energy and um maybe some caffeine and all of that.
0: Pray pray it's- for some calm patients because right now they are like wild monkeys in a zoo and I love them. Don't get me wrong. I love working with psych patients, but right now they are like on level 649. I need them to come down to like a level 100.
1: There you go. There you go. We've had some toxic
0: matches in the past couple days, so bring that down a notch or six.
1: We will send positive vibes your way. All right, folks. That's it. I apologize for my technology issues. I suck. I get it. Um, but thank you all for joining us tonight. If you have not done so already, please subscribe. Uh, if you don't mind also dropping us a like on this video, uh, it really helps us out. And I'm going to finish that. Likes really help us out. Subscriptions really help us
0: out. And you guys are awesome.
1: Yes, <laughs> thank you guys. I'm sorry. <sighs>